Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Break Room Talk. I'm your host Janet. And I'm your host Edith. Hey guys. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back to our, well another episode, but our 10th episode of this season, season one. Yes. It's over with. Yes, we are. So yeah, as you guys can hear, we have our sound girl back. Yay! We missed you. Believe it, guys. So yeah, we missed you, Sele. We are glad to have you back with us, playing sounds for us and all of our listeners. You know, hopefully you're here for the whole season too. Yeah, hopefully. So yeah, today we're gonna talk about serial killers. It's totally different from our usual episodes. So yeah, this is different from all of our other episodes. But I wanted to talk to Janet, or not to just to Janet, I guess, all to all of the us, listeners, girl. but more to Janet, I guess, on this one, because she is not really familiar with these things or this topic. So I wanted to tell her about three serial killers that I find the most intriguing. So the first one is Ed Kemper, mm-hmm. and then it's Jerry Brudos and Ed Gain. They're like the ones that I find the most intriguing. Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Okay. I don't really like this type of thing, but I'm ready to learn with everybody else. Okay, so let's see. The first one, his name, <laughs> his name is okay. So his name is Ed Kemper, or his actual his full name is Edmund Kemper, and he goes or is known by the co-ed killer. And you know he was actually very smart. He had the IQ of one forty five. So he had a very high IQ. So that made him, which I think most serial killers are really smart, which is why, yeah, like why they can get away with things. A lot of these killers are Sagittarius, girl. I know. So apparently one of the most, the signs with the most dangerous people or most like psychopath and sociopath and stuff like that are Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. And that's why she's a little (laughs) guy. The top careers for the psychopath or sociopath or whatever the fuck they said were um, lawyers. Well, it was a different one. Wow. One of them in there was lawyer, you know, and me, of course. But I'm not a psychopath or a serial of killer or not. a sociopath. But I'm I'm pretty smart, if that's what they were yeah. referring to. But yeah, he had a, a high IQ. And that's something that they found because he was... Um, declared clinically insane. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually never really went to, or I guess he didn't go to prison, but he was in a mental hospital, and that's what he. How was. old was this? This was um back in the sixties and seventies when he committed these crimes, and most serial killers, I think, for all three that you um the only one I believe that was older was um Ed Gain. He was more like in the fifties, right, or somewhere around there. I'll give you the oh, dates, really? but. These are more old. He was born in like 19, I don't know. 1932. <laughs> yeah, like these guys are are way, way older. I think from the 60s to the 80s and 90s is when the serial killers were more like, you know, popping yeah. because one, our technology wasn't that good to be able to track these people. So um, they were able to do things and get away with it with, with those. Because they were smarter. Girl, yeah. nowadays they would not. Right now, I mean, once you daylight, they're out there trying to do shit. And they try to post it on social media. Yeah. They try to tell somebody because they want to brag about it. But these guys would actually do it. They just couldn't get caught because everything was like sending a letter to the po- the police. And by the time you find out who yeah. sent this letter, it's like he already killed 20 more people. Like the Zodiac Killer, I think, was one of them, right? That he used to send stuff Why to the police. Why did they call him that? I honestly don't remember. The Zodiac Killer. 
I didn't do like more research on him, but anyway, the Ed guy did he Ed. kill one person of each zodiac? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, I mean, I don't know. Does anybody know why they call him the zodiac killer? If so, let us let know. us know. I think there's something with the with his stamp, like whatever, like he used to identify himself. Something was related to that, okay. um, or his signature, whatever it's called. But um, this guy Ed Kemper, and if anybody hasn't seen this show called Mindhunter on Netflix, I no. recommend you to go see it. It talks about, or it takes place it's in show. the uh huh. It's like it it has two seasons, I believe, two seasons. Um, it takes place in the seventies, I think seventies eighties, uh-huh. and it's like these two FBI agents that work in the behavioral science department that go out all around America, across America to different prisons and they talk to these serial killers and um they show like charles manson ed kemper jerry brudos like they show all these guys obviously Mm -hmm. actors because it's a show not like a documentary but uh and it's really good it's really good so um yeah i kind of watched that and i remembered how weird these guys were and how disturbing they were so that's why i picked these three guys Girl, I wouldn't even watch that. But it's not scary, you know. It's like it's interesting. It's really good. Um. So yeah, Ed Kemper, he had the IQ of one forty five, mm-hmm. and he murdered at least ten people in California during the sixties oh, and seventies. He he was actually in Burbank, but oh, then he shit. moved more towards like up north in Santa Cruz area because his mom lived there. Like he just kind of flipped around going back yeah. and forth. But he was in SoCal, North Cal, North Northern Cal. But, um, yeah, so he killed 10 people, all of them females, of course. And, um, actually, no, one of them was a guy and it was his grandpa. So he killed six female hitchhikers, his grandma and grandpa, and he killed his mom. And For um, what reason? So I'm going to tell you. So the reason why, and I think this goes with most serial killers, Mm -hmm. the way they can detect or similarities that they all have is... As kids, they tend to be very violent. They abuse animals. They kill animals. Um, they do, like, other type of stuff with, like... In his case, for example, he used to decapitate his sister's dolls. Like, really? you know, he would cut the heads off. And it it, it was even that weird where he, um, he would get sexually aroused when he would hear that little pop from the head no of the way. dog like oh, he would hear crazy. the little like you know yeah. when he would decapitate and he would get turned on <gasps> so um so he wanted to try like in real life yeah so he that that's when he was growing up you know he would he would actually even play games or force his sisters to play games with him like um the electric chair like they would his sisters would march him to like if he was going to the electric chair oh my God. because he kind of wanted to see how it would feel i guess to him or a gas chamber yeah like he would play sick things like that so usually, he was pretty- oh my God. usually when they <laughs> um when they tend to do all of that is because they grow up in a their parents being yeah and that was actually my ne- and- next point most serial killers um have that they're um they fit that stereotype i guess Uh where they have a very abusive mom or dad very like um a mom or dad who's uh, addicted to drugs or alcohol or and in this case he actually did have an alcoholic mom she struggled from a personality border personality disorder so she wasn't all that there either Mm -hmm. and of course she was very mean to him um, one of his one of the things that she would do to him was make him sleep in the basement oh. because she was scared that he was gonna hurt 
the sisters. So oh. he, because of, according to the mom, and, and maybe it was true, the he was very violent because mm-hmm. I mean he w- he killed two of their cats when the dad abandoned them. He killed two of their cats. So the dad's not in the picture. Yeah, that's the dad. Sad. That's another another thing. The dad abandoned them. I think when he was like ten, and um, he killed one of the cats and he buried one of them alive. And then the cat Damn. died. And then um, <laughs> so yeah, he killed one of them. Just regularly, whatever he did, I don't know, choke him, style him, I don't know. But the other one, he buried them alive, buried the cat alive, and then once the cat was dead, he took out the cat and then decapitated the cat. So he had a thing. So yeah, he decapitated the cat. And so he had a thing, I think, for decapitating things, you know? So, and I want to tell you when, what he did to the mom. So I'm going to get there, but. So yeah, he went to like after his mom would treat him bad and stuff like that. The mom sent him to live with the grandparents, mm-hmm. and he he was like fourteen, fifteen, and that's when he committed his first crime, which was killing Damn, the grandma. So how old was he when he started all this? So he was ten when he killed the cats. He did say, huh? Yeah, ten when he killed the cats. Fourteen, fifteen, fourteen when he went to go live with the grandparents, and then fifteen when he actually killed the grandparents. And okay. the mom, the grandma, and the grandpa were actually pretty mean to him as well. He thought that his grandma was very, like, um, she would treat his grandpa very, like, mean and demeaning. Like, he, she was more masculine than the grandpa. She, he always felt that. So, he kind of had some type of hate towards that, towards the grandma. Okay. So, um, during, like, an argument, um, he, he was, they were, he was arguing with his grandma and then he grabbed his grandpa's gun and then he shot the grandma. And then when his grand his grandpa was coming, like uh-huh. what the hell just happened? He was like, "Well, what am I gonna tell my grandpa? I just killed my grandma." And then he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna kill him too." And then later, um, you know, when they discovered what he did, he obviously went to the he they he didn't go to jail because he was a minor. So instead, they took him to a, the state mental hospital, and then they diagnosed him with schizophrenia. And oh, sure. um, they actually said that. They asked him, why did you kill your grandma and grandpa? And he said, yeah. well, I killed my grandma because I wanted to know how it felt to kill someone. So that's why he wow. kind of just did it. So it kind of sounds, sorry, it kind of sounds like the the story that actually just happened. Well, the whole, the shooting in the school. Oh, the Uvalde guy? Uh-huh, the guy? Yeah. That's how he would um, harm the animals. Yeah, so all psychopaths or sociopaths have that, like, in the beginning of the of their childhood yeah they have those the same like and then killed the grandma yeah they have they mess with animals remember michael myers halloween he would kill animals um so they all have that like where they start messing with animals a lot of the things that they also similarities that they share are like they wet the bed like at a very young age until like 15 and they they're still wetting the bed um i didn't know that one yeah they had that's another like i thought that was just when like you know that you're going through something <laughs> as you're growing up no, and, you're and then wet a lot of them experience sexual abuse from their parents or anybody That's else in their true. household so there's a lot of things that obviously can trigger their their stuff but yeah i remember i wrote a paper in for one of my classes and the discussion was is it nature or nurture do you mm. feel like it's do you have an opinion on that or do you no. want to you think they're born like that or you think that you the society makes I think society I don't think I mean can you really be born like that because I remember reading something about psychologists that study the brain and then no like the psychologists study the brain of a serial killer 
And they said that they have something in their brain that doesn't allow them to feel any remorse, which can get them to, can lead them to, um, to do these type of acts. Because if you're, if you do the things that these people do, there's no way that you can feel, you, you, you have to not feel anything because of the things they do. And I'm going to tell you more, um, it's disgusting. It's disturbing. And it's like, how could you do that to your mom? To, and most of them have mommy issues. Most serial killers have the mom. reason why they go for women. Usually it's women that look like the mom, that have similarities like the mom. And um, they that's what they end up killing because they can't really they, physically kill the mom or they don't they want to. They feel anger towards the uh-huh, mom, so, so then, they just want to take it out on women. There was like, one actually here in L.A. and like in the hood. Uh-huh. Um, back in the 80s, I think, too, they called him the Grim Reaper, I think. He I was, think I've heard, but... He, yeah, he was, like, on Manchester, Vermont area or something like that. Yeah. He was a mechanic for years. He was just, like, this sweet little old man, mechanic guy, never... Everybody knew him very cool, and he used to kill prostitutes on Figueroa. Stop. Yeah, and then I didn't he, know about this. And apparently his mom was, like, a prostitute or something, and that he... When he was little, boys, and yeah. then he just grew up having, like, anger towards them, so he would go pick them up and then kill them. And for years, they never caught him, and the reason why they caught him, this was, like, in the 70s, 80s, I think. And the reason why they caught him was because his son committed a crime, and with the DNA, they linked it back to the prostitutes, and they realized that it was him. But other than that, nobody would have ever ever suspected of this man, because he was just a little old man, would mind his business, wouldn't even bother anybody. I mean, he wasn't that old, but... Right. You know, he was just, like... The man that lives there that nobody talks to and he doesn't have a wife or kids or nothing. I or he had a kid start there. asking questions like, "Is this senor vive solo or what?" The you, hell? And then those are like the ones you want to stay away from, right? Like, mm, like the house that we passing, the creepy house. I know. There's like this house where, um, when we go on our lunch or something uh-huh. towards like Torrens, going to a Torrens, um, they like it looks like it's well kept, huh, from the outside, yeah. but the windows have barriers, the the bars. They're instead inside. of outside, they're inside. So they're not trying to keep someone in from going in. They're trying to keep someone from going, going out. out. Uh-huh. And then they're filled. All windows. There's a bunch of like old letters, like newspaper, newspaper. Like they just shove all the mail. So you there. can't see nothing inside. And the door, the front door, you could tell they never open that door because there's like the screen, uh-huh. and then there's like the actual door, and in between that, there's a bunch like. The whole thing is piled yeah. up with, like, newspapers, letters. Like, they're just throwing the mail there. But people live there. Cause it's, because there's a car there. Yeah. And you sometimes you see the car and sometimes you don't. So, that's something and that, the to garden. be suspicious. Yeah. Um, if I was a neighbor there, I would probably question it. Like, right? hello. But we always just pass. So obviously, yeah. we don't know if we see people there or not. I'll be like, I'm the Girl Scout. Yeah. <laughs> I'm selling cookies. But I um, that house is pretty weird. <laughs> scary (laughs) but yeah so anyways um he went to the hospital after you know he was a minor he went to the hospital and he was um diagnosed with schizophrenia and then he got out when he was 21 years old so he was there for a few years so like five six years yeah he was there for a few years and then he went to go live with his mom up north kind of like towards santa cruz area his mom was working in for uc santa cruz the mom was in a mom scared like you already committed a crime i'm scared that you're gonna do something to me yeah but maybe she felt like i mean at the end of the day it's your son son. you know maybe she felt like he changed because he actually tried to change when he went to go live with the mom he tried to change he applied for a job as a state trooper and they denied him because of how like his weight and his height he was just too big he was six nine (gasps) and he weighed like 300 pounds he was fucking huge 
So um, they said, no, you can't be a state trooper, blah, blah, blah. He ended up applying for like a public transportation driver. So a bus driver, yeah. I'm assuming somewhere in California. Well, they were living near UC Santa Cruz because the mom was working as an administrative assistant in UC Santa Cruz. Uh-huh. And um, he tried to have a normal life. And then, you know, he got rejected from that job. So he went to the, the public transportation. Yeah. And for the longest, he actually just would pick up girls. He would pick up hitchhikers. And he probably picked up over a hundred girls without doing anything to them. Wow. He really just wanted to talk with people their age. Because mind you, at this time he was twenty one, so was young. he was living during, I mean, near UC Santa Cruz. So there was a bunch of a bunch yeah. of college students. That's why they call him the COVID killer. Aww. So um, he eventually, I don't know what. I guess after he trying, was doing good then if he, he was picked up like a hundred women. He was, yeah. And I guess after he tried to fight his urges, he just couldn't. And then he ended up um, finding one girl. And he, that was the first girl that he actually, um, like, killed. I think she was 19. No, it was two girls. They were 18-year-old. And um, he wanted to just rape them. Like, his intention was to just pick them up, take them to the bushes, and rape them. But then he panicked, so he ended up stabbing them. And then oh. after he stabbed them, then he raped them. So once they were dead, he raped them after. The he fuck? put the bodies in the trunk and then he left. And then he actually got pulled over by a cop because oh, of a broken wow. taillight or something like that. And then, um, but the cop never checked his car. So the, there he had the dead bodies. If they would have caught him right there, no yeah. more other killings would have happened. But he proceeded, you know, because he didn't get caught. So he went and then he dumped the body somewhere out in the mountains over there. That's crazy. So, um... But he actually dismembered the bodies before he dumped them. So that was, like, one one thing. And I think all three of the ones I picked have the same similarity. And you're going to pick up after, yeah. like, you're going to see that they all kind of raped, dismembered, and then um, tossed the bodies. Except for Ed Gain. Ed Gain was creepy. Huh? Like, he was really weird. And this is Ed what? This is Ed Kemper. Kemper. Yeah, Edmund Kemper. So, yeah. Um, then he obviously continued killing. And then he killed a 15-year-old girl. He, um, he, she was on, she was late to her ballet class Uh and she was waiting at the bus stop. So he picked her up obviously and took her. And then, um, he was, I think that was the girl he was most proud of that he killed. No fucking way. Like he actually said, like, I, I'm proud of my catch. He told, he he actually called. Like um, they say these things so calm, right? When they're getting interviewed. Like to them, it's like a, a thing of control. Like they like feeling empowered like this empowers them that they can do something to someone and nobody can tell them i think i've only seen like um richard ramirez come in his interviews when they just tell him things and he's smiling yeah like sir what the fuck because it's it's a boost of the further ego you know they like that they like knowing that you think that they're scary because that's what they want to do they want to scare people yeah. so the fact that the whole world right now is scared of this person yeah. and you can't even catch me because for the longest you don't even know who these this person is like you know oh, you can't catch me so i'm gonna feel like wow like i'm the shit you know because mm-hmm. i'm doing all of this the whole town is in fear and nobody knows who i am or at least at the time nobody knew right. who he was so um yeah he continued killing and he was so cocky and so oh, arrogant that I'm he, curious to know what he is. He was like, um, he would go hang out at this bar called the Jury Room, 
And this bar was strictly for cops only. And he befriended all these cops while they were on the search for this guy. Mm-hmm. They would call him the um, Big Ed or something like that. They were friends with him. Also, they knew him. They knew him, but they never knew that he was the killer. So he oh. was that cocky, killing people and hanging out, like sleeping with the enemy, basically. He but was, he wouldn't do anything to these people, right? Just like Just women? girls. Just girls. So he was hanging out with the cops, go drink and blah, blah, blah. And he would hear them talk about this killer that oh was roaming around God. and this whole time it was him that's how cocky he was how so, come they didn't know there was no dis- there was no description or anything on like when they at the time no because they didn't know who he was they didn't have no idea who it was they didn't even know that it was a serial killer because okay. at the time it was just those two girls like they didn't put the, the two three the two to three crimes together like they were just thinking they're dead and that's it yeah you know somebody killed them and raped them um he's a sag so he's a sag (laughs) so the 15 year old girl that he killed this is he decapitated the girl okay he killed her raped her and then decapitated her and the head he put buried the head facing the mom's room and then this is why he he did that he said that the reason why he put the head facing the mom's room was because the mom always wanted people to look up to her I was like, you sarcastic ass motherfucker. Like, you have the nerve to say that. He said, he told the cops. What would the mom say? The mom didn't know, obviously, all these. This is him confessing to everything after. Okay, so So he didn't literally, like, face it towards her? No, he knew it was there. Like, he was, he knew, it's like, let's say I go to Oh, your, but it wasn't really out, out. No, where no, the mom it was like, buried. It was okay. buried. I but facing the mom's room. Oh, because okay. Because, according to him, his his mom always wanted people to look up to her. Oh, so there was one person looking up to her. Yeah, <laughs> He was crazy. Um, but in this whole time after he killed all these people, you know, the grandma, the girls, the six girls, his main target was his mom. And what he said was that he killed those girls because he wanted to kill something his mom liked. And I'm assuming his mom was very protective of girls because remember he would protect the the sisters. So that's why he went to, for younger girls. And I'm assuming, yeah, I don't know. So on 420, on 420 and 1973, he actually killed his mom. He hit her first with like a a hammer and Uh then knocked her out, obviously. And then while she was sleeping, well, actually while she was sleeping, he hit her. So then she knocked out and um, then he decapitated her. Mm-hmm. He decapitated his mom and then he raped her. And then um Tambien? what the fuck? He raped actually not her, he raped the head. So he cut oh the head off and then God. he was obviously yeah. doing his shit with the mom's head and then he put the mom's head on a table or something and was using it as a dartboard. Like he was so so like, angry. <laughs> She's looking at a picture. I'm of looking him. at his picture, you guys, and just to look at him is like, what the fuck? Right? Sure. Like, that's why I say it's so intriguing that to think that there's a human being out there that actually committed these crimes. And he doesn't even look like he I would mean, do he was some like, shit. he'll come out in movies, like those creepy movies. Like, he oh, looks like a stalker, maybe. You get, like, stranded somewhere and he invites you, oh, you need help. And you say, you shouldn't fuck go. Off. <laughs> so, yeah, he did that to the mom. And then he actually was, he, he screamed at the head for, like, about an hour. Because he was just so angry at her. That he finally was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up and let me scream at you. Oh. Because the mom was always screaming at him. He also cut her tongue off. 
after being dead already, yeah. decapitated, le cortó la lengua, and then put the tongue in the garbage disposal of the sink. But the sink, the garbage disposal, I think the tongue was too thick that it wouldn't break it down, that it spit it back up. So it just was floating all over the sink. And, um, Did you notice somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, he was pretty gross. And then um, his last kill his last kill was um one of his mom's friends because now he's trying to find a cover for what he just did because yeah. he's like they're gonna come looking for my mom what am i gonna do so what he did was he called the mom's best friend over to the house and said hey my mom whatever i don't know what story he said but his plan was to kill her and to say that the mom and her went on a vacation and then he stole um. the car from the lady so he killed the lady and stole her car and I think he probably just threw her out there somewhere in the mountains or something. So then he drove away to Colorado and thought, okay, eventually I'm going to hear about this in the news yeah. that these two women were found dead. But he so didn't he heal. Didn't, he didn't uh, keep them there in the house after or he just buried them? No, he got rid of them. Like, he would oh. dispose of the bodies. Um, he would probably go up to the mountains and throw them. And um, so he killed the lady, stole her car, drove to Colorado, and was waiting for someone to talk about it. But because, like I said, he was so cocky yeah. and he never heard anybody say anything, he decided to call the cops himself and tell them he was in Colorado and got in the phone booth, whatever, and called the cops and said, and confessed to all the killings he did. Wow. And obviously, he went back to... Um, so I find, like, I asked myself, like, what's the point then? Because I'm telling you, it's the, the whole, like, control thing. It's a it's a control. It's the... the so okay, dominating I already, thing I that they can did do. this like okay I got it on my chest that yeah let me tear myself in and they're just gonna kill me too so he actually did say that um because they didn't believe him because remember he was friends with the cops yeah so they're probably like nah he's just a big gentle giant he didn't do anything he's just trying to take credit mm. for this blah, blah blah but then he started saying things that only the killer would know so then obviously they knew it was him but that's what he wanted he wanted to get recognition yeah. for what he did and nobody was paying attention to him so he's like let me tell these motherfuckers that it was me because yeah. hello you know he's giving me leo leo vibes right bro there. he has that <laughs> he's giving me big leo vibes he's um december 18th mm. but he um so what you were saying right now that okay yeah they're gonna arrest me whatever uh-huh. he told the cops that why he confessed was because he was just over it. He said it wasn't serving him any physical or emotional purpose. So he just stopped killing because, yeah, mm. ya se le quitó the excitement, the yeah. amusement. He was just over it. And emotionally, he couldn't handle it anymore. I guess keeping that in. Yeah. Because, I mean, come on, what he did to his mom, that's pretty sick. I know. That's pretty sick. So he was arrested and convicted with eight counts of first-degree murder. And then he attempted suicide twice. Um, before? before? While he was in jail. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, because he got... um, But don't they... They used to kill him back in the day, no? They would, but not every state had the the electric... I was going to say the musical chairs. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They were going to play a game before. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think the last chair was too electric. (laughs) (laughs) But um, some states didn't have it, I guess. I don't know at the time if the electrical chair was an option. I don't know, because California is more liberal. So, um... But anyways, he tried to commit suicide t- two times, and then he obviously failed. But um, and he requested a d- the death penalty. No se lo dieron. But I honestly no think way. that they didn't want to give it to him so he can suffer for what he did. Maybe. And um, he ended up. Um, he's still alive, by the way. Till this day, uh-huh. she um, up. is he still alive? Yeah, he is. 
as the 2022 Kemper is still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's at, 73 years old. At age 73, is still serving out his sentence in he California. Has <gasps> seven life sentences. Oh my god. He's still alive, that motherfucker. <laughs> and this is back. I'm so. Wow. And he's in a, a medical facility. He's not in a regular prison. He's in a medical facility that where Charles Manson was also incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm actually <laughs> shook. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was, so he's still alive. He's out there. He's actually considered a model prisoner now because he kind of, um, redeemed himself and he's much more better now. He helps the psychiatrist from the prison, um, do appointments for him for patients for prisoners so he's kind of like an assistant type of thing for the psychiatrist. And he also does a lot of narrating for audiobooks. Todavía so, lo que así ya tiene. And I, I guess his stepbrother, he has a stepbrother who says that it's bullshit that he never changed, that he's just doing it because, pues ya que más hay. Mm-hmm. But if you let him out, I think, well, according to the brother, the brother thinks he can do everything he just did or he did before. Yeah. He'll do it all over again. It's just all a phase that people like him will never change. I personally don't think he changed. I think it's just like, you can't do anything anymore. So what the fuck am I going to yeah. do? Let me just entertain myself with something. Um, But... Come on, like what you did is not normal. It's it not normal. Not. A normal person would not think that or want to do anything like that. It's it's just weird. Like no, that is crazy that he's still alive. Disgusting. Disgusting for sure. So yeah, that one's crazy. He's he's very intriguing, especially for what he's did to his mom. I think that's the worst thing that I think. Yeah, he did. The second one, his name is Jerry Brutos, Brutos, and he is known as the Shoe Fetish Slayer because he used to get turned on by women's shoes, like Not zapatillas, no, tacones, everything. Really? And he was very little. He was five when he picked that up. Like, he was five and he was out playing se llama? Jerry Brutos. He actually looks creepier, I think, than Ed. See. He killed at least four. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> He looked different back in the day. I'm looking though. at his picture. Back in the days, he looked a little bit different. But um, he also had necrophilic fantasies. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, he looks... He kind of looks like Mark. Oh, my God. I'm not gonna in a way, yeah. Like in a chubbier way. Huh? Yeah. But anyways, um, he used to get turned on by women's shoes. And he actually came out on Mindhunter, too. And I remember the way the detectives wanted to get on, under his skin uh-huh. to trigger him. They brought in a shoebox with a woman's shoebox, and he was like, You can see him getting like aroused. Excited. Yeah, like oh he went God. in there, like, he didn't even want to look at the shoebox because he knew it was going to turn yeah. him on. But he was five years old, and um, he was at like some junkyard playing, and he found some shoes, some heels. Mm-hmm. And he comes back home with the heels, and he's wearing them, and the mom sees them. And she's like, What the fuck? You know, that's wicked. You're wicked. Like, the, yeah. you're the devil for wanting th- that stuff. It's not for you, it's for little girls, whatever. So he became obsessed with it. The more you couldn't give it to him, he became more obsessed with it. Like, why can't I have this? So then... At five years old? At five. So he would hide it from his mom. He would hide it from his mom. And then eventually he got caught. And um, he obviously would get in trouble every time. Because the mom would tell him, you're supposed to throw them back. And then um, every time the mom encontraba unos new pair of shoes, uh-huh. she would burn them. And um, he... The more that they told him, you can't do that, you can't do that, You the more he wanted to do that. And that's when his obsession became darker. Not only was he taking these shoes, he was also 
killing women uh-huh. with shoes and then taking the shoes. And the way he would find these girls that he wanted to kill was by the shoe. Like, if what? he was attracted to your shoe, he would kill you were her target. You, the target, yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. He would come for you, girl, so you better be wearing ugly ass shoes. <laughs> and he really likes stilettos. Like, that was his thing. Like, he wanted shoes. Maybe he was gay or something. I don't know. But he, um, he was an Aquarius. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Aquarius. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Um,. But yeah, so in the 1960s, this is a little older than Ed Kemper, he murdered four women, and he was in Oregon, I believe. Yeah, he was in Oregon. And um, he mutilated their corpse, and he actually chopped off the foot of one woman and kept it in the freezer. (laughs) He chopped off the foot of one of the women that he, one of the women that he killed and kept it in the freezer and that was his model for the heels that he wanted that oh he, my he had goodness. for his shoe collection and of course like the other guy too his mom was very mean to him um because she wanted a girl when she was pregnant of him she uh-huh. wanted a girl and when she found out that he was a boy again cuz she already had another son she had an older uh, another so he had an older brother when she found out that Jerry was not a girl she started to get a little bit of anger towards the little boy. And pobrecito, you know, like, what's his, it's not his fault that right. he came out a boy. So um, she was mean to him and, you know, tr- would treat him really bad, but treat the brother really soft and gentle and warm. It was just with him who he would treat really bad. And that's kind of when he started getting more and more mentally disturbed, I guess, because he didn't get any love from his mom. He was neglected. Yeah. He would see all the love the brother would get and he wouldn't get anything. So then um, his first pair of shoes that he stole was from his teacher. He stole them from his teacher's <gasps> desk. Like, I guess she had an extra pair of heels. But they didn't kill her, right? No, he didn't kill her. He just took the shoes. And, and then there was another girl that was like a family friend. She was a teenager. And that mm-hmm. means she had some little heels on. And she went over to their house and she was laying on his bed or something. And then just took the shoes. Um, well, actually, he didn't kill the girl. But she woke up. Like, she took a nap. And then I guess she woke up to him taking her shoes off. And she got creeped out, and she's like, okay, well, now I'm leaving. So maybe he would have killed her well, yeah. at the time, you know? I would have been like, keep the fucking shoes, bitch. Like, so, I'm out. Yeah, I would have gave it to him. So um, he started getting sexually aroused when he would see shoes at this point now. So his first kill was when he was 17. He attacked a woman, and he had a whole plan. In his head, he's like, I'm going to dig a hole by a hillside. And I'm gonna. this is where I'm going to keep my sex slaves. That's what he would call them. Mm-hmm. And um, he abducted a teenage girl and he beat her up and forced her to take naked pictures of herself for Mm -hmm. him and um he obviously got caught doing all of this you know he got caught with doing the the kidnapping of the girl and they end up they ended up taking him to a psych ward and um in oregon obviously and then he got evaluated and then he noticed that or the doctors noticed that the reason why his behavior was like this was because of the hate he had towards his mom so again, everything comes back. I'm telling you, they got mommy issues. And um, he had a, a fantasy, and he told the doctor this fantasy, that he wanted to kidnap girls and put them in the freezers and then dismember their bodies and then rearrange their frozen bodies into, like, sexually explicit positions. This That's what he wanted to do to yeah. the bodies. And oddly enough, the doctors didn't think that there was anything wrong with that. Like, they didn't think what that the there was anything wrong with not? him, that he just, he was immature and he needed to grow up. I was like, okay. 
That, that exactly, makes no sense. Which I'm surprised because I feel like in the 60s, you would even go to a psych ward if you were a lesbian or right. gay or something, you know? Or just because you were black, they wanted to put you out in a mental yeah. asylum or something. So I'm surprised. I think I saw a movie that made so like a, a girl was into girls and they already like, oh, we need to talk to you. You need help. Was it cheerleader? I think so. I love cheerleader. Isn't it? They try to they send her to like a camp, huh? To yes. get her back. Yeah. And Pobrecita, she's trying to fight her urge. I didn't see the whole movie, yeah, but I started movie. and I was like, oh my god. It's a good movie. But yeah, then, so he came out of the psych hospital, whatever, because mm. he was there for a while just for, I guess, monitoring him. I don't know. And then he ended up getting married. He tried to live oh. a normal life. And, um... He just couldn't fight the, the wife. Didn't anymore. know this. No, the wife had no idea. He lived for a good time. He lived a pretty normal life, but again, he couldn't fight the urge. And he would do make his wife do things for him, like to start feeding into his obsession. I guess uh-huh. he would make the wife. Hey. Being sexy. <laughs> he would make the wife clean the house naked, wearing only heels, and then he would um. She would do it. She would do it for the longest. I was like, okay, this is my husband. I'm going to please him. But then they had two kids, and the mom was like, I'm going to just be a mom. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be this weirdo being naked around the house with you, right? Yeah. So then that's when he started going out and started looking for his women. And, like, I think 1965 or 67, he strangled a woman. And then the reason why he got this woman was because of the shoes she was wearing. Le gustaron los zapatos que traeba. The wife? No, no, this is when, yeah, the wife wasn't paying attention to him anymore. So he started going out to look for women. So he was walking down the street and he sees a woman with some pretty shoes on. And he's like, that's who I want to kill. So he gets the girl. He strangles her. No, he actually followed her home. Uh Wait till she went to sleep and then broke into her house, strangled her and then took her shoes. He dipped. Damn. And then um, his second victim was actually an encyclopedia saleswoman. She was selling encyclopedias, you know, back in the days it would go to your door and sell she he pretended okay i'm interested come on in his family was upstairs in the house while he killed this woman he knocked her out and then um he strangled no he actually strangled her to death the family was upstairs i don't know how they did not hear this woman struggling and then um he put her in the garage obviously already dead Uh uh-huh he put her in the garage and then um and he cut her foot off and then dumped her body in some rip and um he obviously was keeping the foot as a trophy i guess yeah so that was that's what would make him (laughs) but yeah so he killed the girl took the foot off and then um kept the foot and threw her out in a river his third victim was a woman who he kidnapped another woman and then he actually robbed her at gunpoint at a department store she had the parking lot of a department store and he also forced her into the car whatever raped her and then again cut her foot off took her just the foot i think it would have been better if he was just a creep and a weirdo just to like oh can i get your shoes can i have your shoes yeah yeah that's it you don't have to go killing this yeah so he cut the foot off again threw her into the river and i noticed they him and the next guy that i'm going to talk about or i don't know if it was just him maybe it was tripping but they kind of just cut the bodies and threw them in the river cut the bodies and threw them in the river i think it was him only like nothing and for this girl he actually for the one that he got at the department store he actually cut off her breast and he made a plastic mold like a a a resin type Uh of mold for her and then um he just he was weird and he cut the breast off and you know what he used the the breast off like once it was dried in the Uh mold or whatever as paperweight (laughs) 
Like, he just used it as paperweight. Like, okay. So the That's stupid. Has, yeah, like, <laughs> but to him, it's just like, did you guys, did you guys ever watch Dexter? No. no? Okay, so Dexter. The cartoon? He would. <laughs> <laughs> no, the show. No, I know you. Well, you don't but know. he would um keep samples of the, the each kill that he would get. So that was Blood sample? samples. Every, every killer has a trophy they keep from the killer, from the oh, victim. Okay. His victim was the feet yeah and i guess breast for this girl and um he um he ended up putting like a, a, a car engine or something uh-huh and tied her body to the car engine and then threw her in the river so that her body would sink the fourth oh, girl he cool. killed was the same thing um he obviously strangled her raped her and then killed her i mean strangled her raped her and then dismembered her uh-huh. keep the foot and he cut off the breast for her too the second one and then um he also put like a rail piece of like railroad iron or something uh-huh. to her body and then threw her in the river so then again it would just go down um the fifth <laughs> one <laughs> pretty gross people but the fifth one or every kill was the same you know i thought he only had killed like four no at least four i think it was a total of six i believe oh, okay. um yeah i think it was like a total of six maybe more but you know these are the ones he's confessing to yeah um but all of them the fifth all five of them that he confessed he strangled um raped and then dismembered and then he threw them through the to the river. And the way he got caught was because one of the bodies actually came out through another river. Like he threw oh, them in one, and shit. it eventually it floated. Yeah, <laughs> and eventually floated out to another river, and they found it. So the cops started searching the river, and they found the second victim. <gasps> wow. And then after doing like further investigation, they came across a girl uh-huh. who said that they spoke to someone who um, had a mention about. Like he was on a dating site or something, like or he like a dating ad or something, not a site, obviously. <laughs> but it was like an ad where he called a girl and he was looking for the date, and then he talked to this girl and said like he mentioned those bodies to that girl, uh-huh. and she was just like okay, weirded out, and then he told the girl like I can strangle you to death, like he was telling the girl. So obviously yeah. you're not gonna go to the yeah. to, on a date, right? So when this investigation was going on, the girl remembered and she told the cops. So the girl, they told oh. the girl, can you call him again and say you're interested on a, in a date? And that's how they found oh. him. And then they raided his house. It was at this moment he knew. He fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, that they, was it. Then, he thought. For real. And then once the girl, they managed to get a search warrant. They went to his house and they found a bunch of like photos of the dead women and the trophies that, and the trophies that, um, that he got from them, the feet, the breast and, um. That's how they obviously arrested him. The wife obviously divorced him after finding yeah. this out. She actually changed her name and the kid's name, and they live somewhere completely unknown. Oh, that's good. Nobody knows no. of them. I would not want to be associated with that. Right? Like, me hell either. no. Imagine the kids. They're going to think, whoever talks to these kids, they're going to think you're going to be like your Yeah. Dad. And that's sad. You know, you're going to grow up thinking, oh, my God. What if they are? They could be. And then what if they're not? And then they turn into it because they're going to think that they're just going to be that. So, um, Or because they start bullying them. Yeah. You know, once they start getting bullied, they start becoming mean. And then, like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm going to show you. And then he actually died in 2006. um, But he served 37 years of prison Mm -hmm. before he actually died. How did he die? Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. Maybe old age because he's super old. At that, at that point, old age, or or did he play musical chairs? <laughs> no, I don't think he got the electric chair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He got the music, he musical chairs, and he lost. <laughs> he lost. But yeah, that guy was pretty creepy too. All of them are in, into like necrophilia. Girl, the fact that you know about this is, is no. Girl, don't make me bring out my encyclopedia. 
she does. She has a fat ass one. Like, girl. For real. But, um, okay. And the last one, Ed Gain. He Ed. was the guy who inspired Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Psycho, really? and um, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. He was the worst of all. He was the one that. Well, once I tell you why, well, you've never seen Texas Chainsaw, have you? Yeah. Okay, so he's like the real that? life, real life, um, Leatherface. Oh. Like he was the inspiration so of these stop. movies. So this guy and with Cycle, <laughs> that's real. She's looking at pictures, guys. She's looking at pictures of Ed Gain, but don't go ahead. <laughs> He was his house was called the House of Horrors, or that that's what the police described it as. Yeah. Because when they walked into his house, they couldn't believe what they found in his house. Basically, that's how creepy it was. But um, so the movie was inspired by yes. this because this was way before the movies. This yeah. was in the forties, fifties era, forties, fifties, sixties. So, anyways, he when the cops went into his house. They couldn't believe what they found, so they just said it was a house of horrors. Okay, so he had a mommy issue. Not that his mom treated him, him bad. Mm-hmm. He was obsessed with his mom. Have you ever seen the movie Psycho with Norman the... Bates? No, with the knife. Yeah. Okay, you know the storyline. He's obsessed with his mom, and then he's the mom's dead. And Latina is sentada in the window. The porch. Yeah. Sim- similar to what something he did, except he didn't. I was thinking, I'm like, is it or not? Except he didn't keep the mom's body. What he did, like the killings he was doing, was because he wanted to create a human suit, like a woman's suit, and crawl inside that suit to be his mom. Like, that's what his his intention was. That's how obsessed he was with his mom. But he killed the mom? No, his mom just died of old age. Oh. So he was obsessed with his mom. He he loved his mom, and he killed his brother, actually. He killed his brother. They used to live, like, out in this our isolated farmhouse because the mom was very, like, the world is evil, and I need to I keep you guys away from all women because women Wisconsin? are... They used to live in Wisconsin. Yeah, like, in Plainfield, I think. And he, his mom was like, women are, like, the root of all evil. Women are going to take you to hell alcohol is going to take you to hell so she moved from like a not so bad area to a literally isolated rural area in mm-hmm. wisconsin and they had a farm so it was just them two the brothers and the mom then he the brother was a little bit more like contestón like uh-huh. le contestaba la mom and he was a little bit more rude so i guess he didn't like that he treated his mom like that so he ended oh, up killing the brother damn so they were all like with their mom yeah but he was obsessed because the mom was actually really nice to him so um he he killed the brother so it was just then his him and his mom and um he obviously his mom died you know and he he kept to himself for 10 years nobody knew anything about this man he was obsessed with like nazi medical experiments Mm -hmm. with porno with studying the human anatomy. And the reason why he was doing that was because he was killing people. Well, according to him, he said he didn't kill. I think he said he only killed like three people. Mm-hmm. But that he would go to the cemetery and dig up graves and then take out their bodies or whatever and then just do but shit. But it was getting a grave, yes. Yeah. But I highly doubt that that's what it was. Yeah. Because, girl, they found skulls human organs bones in his house uh-huh they found like what you were seeing yeah. was furniture that he made from human faces 
from nips. He had a belt made from nipples. Oh like that's God. how like you can't find nipples from a grave. Like yeah, there's no. no way, dude. You were killing people. According to the cops when they found it, when they raided his house and they discovered after doing their investigation, they realized there was about forty bodies there of women that uh-huh. they found. So um he oh his mom died in nineteen forty five. So it was pretty old. Oh, this is pretty old. And his mom <laughs> <laughs> so when his mom died he was obviously solito you know isolated he wanted yeah. to somehow keep his mom's memory alive so he completely shut down and boarded every single room where the mom had pre- previously been in and um that was one of the lamps that he did with um lips and the faces of people and they're real people that's what I'm like how that's do you crazy they don't even look like real well yeah i mean at that point your skin yeah be all <laughs> killer but um yeah, so he wanted to keep his mom's memory alive. So he boarded every room that she had previously been in. And he just kind of created this little space for him in the kitchen. And that's where he stayed and he slept and everything. Because uh-huh. he wanted those rooms where his mom had previously been to remain untouched. Nobody, nothing to destroy it. So then um, for 10 years, like I said, nobody knew. But the reason why they found it was because 10 years later... He, some woman from a local little general store, something from where he lived, went missing. And his last, her last customer was Ed. So oh. then they started doing like, what the fuck, you know. And so they, they went to him to ask. Mm-hmm. And when they went inside his house, they found bones, the skulls on the bed post. So, you know, like the, the post from the bed had yeah. skulls on the side mm-hmm. of the bed. And then um, the kitchen utensils were made out of bones. The bowls were made out of skulls. Like, this man was, like, obsessed with this shit, right? And, like, he had skin, a couch made out of skin, a wastebasket made out of skin. He had leggings from, made made from leggings, like, actual legs from human legs. Um, He had, like I said, the nipples, a belt made out of nipples. So, imagine I said, I'm going to be buckled up. (laughs) Dimes, dimes. (laughs) And all the nipples were there. Um, He had... A pair of lips. The diferentes that, colores. Of course. <laughs> he had a pair of lips that he used as the thing to change the blinds. Oh, even if he could use lips? No. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. No, he actually did. They found genitals too. Um, yeah. Female genitals. And uh, fingernails, noses. They found like four random noses just there. And he was he was pretty weird, and um, so he told the cops, "I wanted to create a, a woman skin suit so that I can crawl in there and be my mom, like be with my mom." He was weird, guys. So when me and Sele actually went to Vegas to the Sag Bagans Museum, uh-huh. and if you guys haven't already been there, in this museum, he keeps like over thirty rooms of different things that he's done before, like whether it's demon stuff or just weird shit serial killer but just things that he's been to in the past and uh-huh. he keeps things from everything he's been to so the rooms are like the things that he kept you know yeah so we actually stepped into a room that looked like the farmhouse where he lived and in the middle of the room he had the cauldron where he would cut the skin because i don't know how he would obtain these things obviously you, you probably get them at auctions or something like that yeah like the actual cauldron where he cooked and uh-huh. made all his furniture Oh my god! Um, but yeah, it was he was pretty intriguing. I think he was a, the worst one because yeah. come on, bulls! You're eating out of fucking skull. You're he using would a wear bowl. the skin. He would wear well, the other everything. ones. The malus, well, yeah, and then he was also diagnosed with schizophrenia. Too. Um, 
Um, clearly they all have mental mental yeah. issues because there's no way you, you can be doing all these things and be normal. Um, but yeah, somehow his he got arrested and he wasn't considered fit to stand trial. So he instead was just clinic determined you're clinically insane. And he went to a mental hospital. Um, he was only convicted of one of the murders. And the reason why they didn't want to convict him for the other murders was because at the time the state thought it wasn't worth the money. Because they thought, this guy's crazy anyways, let's just keep him in the mental oh, hospital. Okay. So he never really went to prison. Yeah. Um, Which sucks, because, dude, you did all that fucking I shit know. and you get to stay in a hospital. Like, no, dude, you should go to prison and do the time or yeah. whatever. Or, or get the electric chair or something. Yeah. But, um, he, yeah, so he only admitted to killing two people. And he would say that he would just go to graves and pick on these bodies. And But there's no way. No. There's no way you're going to be able to find all that stuff that you found. Mm-hmm from a court not fresh or not like that at least unless you were the one killing them and you were putting them there and then you knew yeah so that was a fucking lie (laughs) it was a lie it was all a lie he was lying i'm just kidding (laughs) but yeah um he he was pretty insane but yeah like like i said the cops thought they found at least about 40 40 bodies and um he was the the worst one i think to to my my in my opinion, he was the worst one because of all the things. That's why I said he inspired. So, um, Psycho was obsessed with his mom. Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre did the mask with the because he also was doing face masks with people's actual faces. Yeah, I um, saw a picture. Yeah, so he did all that stuff. So he inspired Leatherface and Silence of the Lambs has that too, you know, with the skin. I think so. Yeah, so that's where we that's get why the inspiration real life shit scary movies real life shit these killers are are out there but there's a lot of crazy ones jeffrey dahmer too was one of the crazy I don't know ones him. i only know richard and um manson and those are like the most infamous the girl which is weird Eileen. because that's oh, Eileen Warnos, yeah her then there's the lorena bobbit girl that cut her man's dick off and then she ate it like oh. she tried to chew on it and then threw it out the freeway <laughs> she was she was pretty gross too um and then i think those are the top three that i know eileen was eileen surprisingly i don't think she was that bad i think she was doing it out in, of anger huh in the beginning raped. and then she just became obsessed with it yeah. because she was mad she was actually really like these fuckers are trying to rape me i would know? be mad too if i were to get yeah raped, of course but... i mean she went through it but after that, it was just like when he, I don't know if you guys seen the movie Monster, but she yeah. killed that innocent. Oh. Not Trust that he was me, innocent. I seen it. <laughs> Some girl plays it to every goddamn person that comes to see her. <laughs> it's such a great movie. If you haven't already seen it, go watch it. It's called Monster. Monster. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's great. But um, Jeffrey Dahmer was actually if he's a pretty well known guy too. He was actually in L.A. I think, and um, he was gay, or I, I don't know if he was gay, but he would go to gay bars. And he would pick up guys and take them back to his apartment, and then he would kill them. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they found his apartment, when they raided his apartment, they found heads in the oven, in the fridge, like organs. And I remember in the movie, <sighs> um, one of the ways he killed one of the guys was he drilled a hole <gasps> with a drill through the head. Ew. It was gross. Oh my god. And then he would cut the head off and then just put it in there. Like, no se las comía ni nada. He would just put them there. But. Who was the clown? Wasn't there a clown? Oh, that's John Wayne Gacy. He would kill kids. Eight-year-olds. He It would go from like eight years to 14-year-old kids. Boys only. 
boys only and they found all these little boys under his house like buried under his house uh-huh. and it started to smell really bad that's how they found out that he had them there because there was a rotting smell coming out of the basement and that's where they mm-hmm. found all the the bodies and hence the cloud he would the cloud the clown he would dress up as a clown and go to these birthday parties where there was these little boys yeah. and he would pick them up and just sick freaking perverted that's people. probably worse than me yeah when um i think i went with celia i yeah i'm for sure i went with you to the death museum in hollywood if you guys are from la and you haven't visited the death museum go to the death museum it's very small did i ever go with you i don't know maybe a really really long time ago a small little like it's black probably because i took everyone there <laughs> i think i did go like but, um, really they had time. oh yeah you did you did i remember because i remember showing you the paintings of john uh-huh. and gacy that they all when they were in the um in prison all the letters they would write the drawings they would yeah make, oh my God, things that they would do in prison yeah and then they had the electric chair the guy that drove yeah. in the electric chair and they had his shirt that was all bloody uh-huh. that sh- that shirt i was gonna <laughs> say that museum is pretty cool um, if you're into this type of stuff, it's kind of gruesome. I'm not, but I don't even know why I went. <laughs> I take everybody that I know there. I mean, if you're willing to go, you know, it's not like I'm forcing you, like, yeah. to watch Monster. Monster. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, no, it, it's it's a really good museum. It used to be $15 to get it. I don't know how much it is right now. We've been 35 shit. But it's a really good, really good museum. But, yeah, there's a lot. Richard Ramirez was the Night Stalker. Mm. He wasn't as gruesome, I think, as these did weirdos. Did he kill? Yeah, huh. He did kill, Or did but... he have someone else, like, Manson? No, Manson was the one that had other people kill, but Richard actually did kill people, but I don't think he was as gruesome as these people. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, he was more in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, when... It was more, like, just, like, stabbing? Like, shooting, or... No, I think it was either strangling or stabbing, because he would rape them. He would oh. go in and run. I remember girls. But he wouldn't scared. cut them up and do all that. No. These guys are sick and twisted. That's why I find these the most. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more yeah, like yeah, this. Sure. But um, these are the most popular ones to, to yeah. people um, that I found really intriguing. But there's a lot of crazy ones out there. And then there. do they still do like the. When you get the death row, you get one last meal. Was that just back in the day or do they I still do that? I think they still do it. Yeah. Aren't there like videos on YouTube where they're, they're showing inmates? On their last meal. Girl, That's so know. sad. I but know. it's like. They deserve it. You know. I don't know. I just. I It's a hard topic for me. That's it's, why. I didn't it is because do... it's like. You're killing humans. But at the end. You're a human too. Yeah. That's why. I feel, that's why I never wanted to practice criminal law. I would feel too conflated with my emotions. Because I know that at some point. If I'm a criminal lawyer. I'm going to have to defend. Yeah. Something that I am not okay with. And as a lawyer. You're going to have to put that shit aside. And think logically. Would you defend? I would have to. If that was my practice. I would have no choice. There's actually a movie. And I think. I don't know if you showed it to me. The one with the bombing in Norway. No. Okay. Watch it. It's called July 22nd. And. um, What, what happens July 22nd? That's the bombing. It was based on true events. It's really? a really big thing that happened in Norway in a camp. This, um, yeah, this super like anarchist type of guy went and killed these, just someone against the government. Yeah, and um, he did the bombing, whatever. But the lawyer he chose was like a badass lawyer, like badass good. fucking lawyer. Yeah, really <laughs> good lawyer. And he specifically picked that lawyer. Uh-huh. And when he got summoned, that lawyer was like, "I don't want to defend this guy." He had to. He had no choice. He yeah. cannot not say no. So he 
had to put his morals to the side and defend this guy and, and help him say I'm not guilty or the reason why he or the things that he did was for a good cause I guess whatever it that's is that's hard so I don't think I can do that that's why I changed from criminal law to immigration because <laughs> I don't know I can't do that maybe I can but I don't feel right I wouldn't yeah. feel right knowing that I just let out some murderer true or a rapist like how would I feel if I'm a mom and I know I know it's hard that I let out this guy who just raped a girl, yeah. a girl that's my daughter's age. Hell no. There's no way I could do that. So that's why I was like, no, I'm not doing criminal law. I want immigration uh-uh. law. But yeah, Jenna, what do you think about these guys? It's creepy. It's scary. It is scary. You obviously don't hear about it as much now. Now you hear like the mass shootings. Yeah. But um, I but think it's still... right now. They were more smart back in the day. They were for they sure smarter. Then there was a lot of copycats. People would see and hear about this certain killer, uh-huh. and they wanted to do better and be like, "I'm better than you. I can do it better than you." And yeah. some of them were. There's so many. I literally have an encyclopedia from A through Z of all the serial killers. From A through Z. <laughs> That's annoying women, huh, RC? Not really. No, not huh? really. Eileen's one of them. Yeah. Lorena Bobbitt. She wasn't really considered a serial killer because she didn't really kill many people. It was just that she cut off her man's dick. And then... For what purpose? Why? Because I think she thought he was cheating on her. Oh. She literally... He was sleeping. And she oh, you're cheating kn- on me? <laughs> Y'all hear that? She grabbed uh-huh. a knife and she went... That's crazy. My little imitation of a knife. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's not how it sounded. I know. I don't even want to think about how it sounded. And you know what's funny? Oh, like, the guy actually became a porn star. They put him another penis and he became a porn star. The husband or ex-husband. Yeah. And she became like a woman. Um, Because I think he was abusive. He was also abusive. He had like domest- domestic abuse or whatever to her. And I think she now she's now like an advocate and a spokeswoman to um women in domestic violence or abusive relationships or something like that he would rape her just beat her up like just would be i think he did try to rape her too like he would not like i guess rape her because you know she was asleep and without her consent um yeah that she was asleep and he would let's say she was sleeping and he was horny yeah. and he would just go straight to her and try to have sex with oh. her and obviously even if that's your man you're, you you say Sometimes, no it's no yeah. like i don't want this so she developed a lot of anger for him, obviously, towards yeah, him. Yeah, because it's like you're being forced. You don't want to do anything yeah. being forced. And so she just, one night when she, she was tired of his shit, and then um, That's crazy. just cut it off. And I think she tried to throw it to the garbage disposal, and it didn't Something. work. Yeah, it didn't work. That's Girl. when she took it out, and she went driving, and she threw it out the freeway. Imagine it landed on someone's window. <laughs> Slap somebody on the face. Oh my god, I'd be terrified. I don't know what I would do. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty crazy. So now that I tell you this, do you oh, think... Speaking of penises, I'm sorry, this is off topic, but we saw a guy like on the freeway, not on the freeway, but he was on the, this past weekend, like on, uh-huh. he was crossing the street with and he was like naked. <gasps> like he had a shirt, yeah, he had a shirt, like a Hisp- young Hispanic dude. Like, he had a shirt on, but oh, he had no, like, his penis was just out there. That's sad, though, because those are most guys that are people that are on drugs. And yeah, and he was young. Yeah. He was so young. And just walking like nothing, like, he with just his shoes on with his pee hanging. I was like, Mental health yeah, is a serious issue, for sure. 
And like nothing, like he just didn't care. Like he probably didn't even know. He's probably, not yeah. aware of what what's going on, you know. Or maybe he just doesn't have pants. Yeah. What is he gonna do? Pero no se lo tapaba. I mean, nothing. Just the walking. Um, then he probably wasn't all there, or he just didn't care. I always like to believe people. Benefit of the doubt, girl. Yeah. I always want to assume people are really we get it doing things unintentionally, you know. Yeah, I mean, you you never do know. Yeah, you never know. And usually, if they're out on the streets like that, it's because they're yeah. lost. You know, they they're not mentally there, but. Now that I tell you this, do you think it's nature, like they were born like this, or it's nurture that they were forced into this? They were made into this monster. Born. Do you think they were born? I don't. I feel like it's a fifty-fifty. It's such a hard topic. It I is. think I still even after that research because that you I really did, can't be born like that. But but I'm I mean t- it makes sense, right? Yeah. You can. But then again, it's like because of your environment, and it's like I think the environment plays a ninety percent. Yeah. Of it, I think. I That's why I'm like in between. Like ninety percent of the of the serial killers, or maybe ninety nine percent of the yeah. serial killers, have if you literally look at their characteristics or traits. I don't know what what even the thing because is. Because even when you when you're into, I mean, you're a young kid, right? And you're into women or men. También is it because you just see or like? That's true. I mean, it's a. It's a it's, or why? I actually had this conversation with someone recently, and she was telling me that she dislikes how, that now in TV, people try to push sexuality so much. Like, they try to push genders and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it's no longer a guy or girl. It's now a guy, girl, and whatever the other person identifies as. Yeah. And she feels like, and I'm talking about, like, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, that they push these things, and now kids start to see. They put a lot of lesbian and gay scenes, yeah. and now kids start to think, well, why is that boy kissing that boy? Maybe I want to kiss that boy. Yeah. Maybe they never even thought about this before, but until they saw that okay? scene. You know, I, I know this couple who who are, they, I mean, they sounded like they were against it. But then again, they sounded like, I don't care. But they were saying, like, don't, like, leave your PDA stuff inside. Like, I don't have anything, anything against the LGBTQ community at all. I just don't think they I have either. to push it as much as they do now. And I know that they're doing it for inclusivity. Same thing, they're doing it with, like, um, I feel like they're also trying to do, like, a lot of, like, movies where they show yeah, a man can do it, so can a woman, because women are strong and independent. I We are, you know, we are strong and independent. But I think they take it a little bit more like it's gotten a little bit too more personal now and it's mm-hmm. too sensitive now you don't even know what to say because you don't want to piss off someone and then you know yeah so the person that i was having this conversation with doesn't agree or doesn't like the fact that they're showing more lesbian scene because i think she said the new toy story has a gay scene or a lesbian Do scene. They? Really? the new one where the there's one of buzz's friends kisses oh. another girl and that's cartoon yeah kids that's what i'm this. saying so that's how she was saying like that would be kind of like a nurture type of thing because now you're telling this my that kid would okay. never even think about yeah. this but now they're seeing cartoons and if something that I'm allowed to watch they're doing it why is it not okay for me to do it in real life yeah so now they're gonna want to go out there and try these things and maybe they'll like it so maybe they never even thought about it before but now they yeah. want to and, and then, then some parents are really against it too and then like some so parents it's kind of hard because they see this on tv thinking it's okay which is, you know, it is like to it me, is, it's fine. But I it's think they whatever. need to let the kids explore on their own, not where you push yeah. it onto them. And I think That's true. Disney Channel and all those things are doing it now, where they they're so heavy on the um. Mom, there's two dads now, two moms. Like 
it is yeah. it's fine you know but why do you have to put it in everything like now and you can't even say anything against anything because now you're the bad one and it's not even that it's just like everybody's allowed to raise their kids however they want to raise them right. and okay maybe just don't put the tv but that's not it shouldn't have to be that way you know they should still be allowed to watch tv without having to right. worry about sexuality and a lot it's of parents on their own is a lot of parents i've seen stories that now are letting their kids trans like transgender yeah or become what is it called sex have a sex change or a transition yeah. oh, fuck i was trying to think of the word transition at like five years old because they really? want to wear dresses they're like, oh, I want to wear a dress. I want to paint my nails. So they think he wants to be a girl. Yeah. So they let him transition into being a girl. But I'm like, what if they grow up and they're like 15, 16 and they're like, why would you let me do this? Exactly. I don't want to be a girl. Yeah, I no. didn't want to be a girl. I just wanted to put dresses on. Mm-hmm. I would just let my little boy put the dresses on to try it out and that's it. Right. I think the more you tell the boy, don't do it, the more he's going to get obsessed with it. and then like, like the sugar. <laughs> that's like exactly what I was thinking about. So, um, I don't know, maybe it is nurture, maybe it is nature, I don't know, but I think 90% of it is your environment. Yeah. 90% of it, I for sure. So. That's why How they like, raise you, like, what? What's going on? Because, like I said, if you see most of the serial killers, the similarities they have is an abusive mom, absent dad, they're all violent, yeah. they're all, like, abused, sexually abused, physically, emotionally, whatever. So they all have those same things. It's just too much of a coincidence to think that all of these people that were born like this have the same environment. Yeah. Did you like hearing about these weird It men? was interesting. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like the whole detail. And Watch Mindhunter. But, girl, it was interesting. We need the sound effects. Alex, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do that. Thank you. Oh, interesting. Thank you for sharing your stories. Hopefully, I can sleep tonight. <laughs> you will. <laughs> They're all gone. They're all dead. Except for Ed. But he's in jail. He's uh, in jail. <laughs> so he's not yes, coming. Roco. Uh. He's not coming for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean. I know. <laughs> I have a dark humor, guys. It's okay. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you, Sound Girl, for joining us today. Yes, we missed you, girl. And stay tuned for episode. No, not episode. Season, season two. two, episode one. We're not sure exactly what's going to be, but we'll I'm gonna figure it out. I'm going to expose myself in the next season. <gasps> She's ah. <laughs> She is going to let go it out. Go big or go home. She's going to let it all out. And if you guys want to hear Jenna's deepest, darkest secrets, stay tuned for season two. I actually don't have that. She does. She's lying. She's going to expose it all in season two. I think if you were to hear it, you'll be like, oh, but. I believe That's you, it? actually. No. I believe you. I believe that you you don't have anything. I don't. Dark. No. I have a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I believe you, girl. You were sad. <laughs> Stop playing. Ew! <laughs> I'll be shook. I'm kidding. <laughs> Soy una angelita, yo. Girl, mi dormida. <laughs> Alright, guys. Don't listen to her. She's kidding. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for listening again. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for the support. Yes. Like and we'll this, see you guys. Not see you guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe see you guys too. will come on video. That's what I meant. Like, I'm exposing myself. Oh, I thought she was going to share her secrets. No. Then I'm not going to expose We're going to put a... What's the right way to say it? A face to the name? A name to the face. Girl, don't even give me something. I'm going to laugh and I'm going to shut up. Tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. Same shit. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.